0: So we're going to read John 10 together, and um, let's see, we're going to read John 10 together. I'm sorry, John chapter 3, 1 through 10. All right. Now, kids, listen to this. Listen to this. Late one night, this is when Jesus was alive, late one night, someone came to him. He was a Jew, like an Israelite, like Jesus was, and he was what's called a Pharisee. And the Pharisees were a certain kind of Jew. they believed certain things. They took obeying the law very, very, very seriously. And they came to, he came to Jesus, and he was, and not only was he a Pharisee, and he, he liked to obeying the law a lot, but he was also a leader, he was also a ruler of the, um, of the uh, Israelites. And so he was a very important person. And he came to Jesus and he said this, He said, "Rabbi, you know a rabbi is?" A rabbi, or rabbi in Aramaic means great one, important person. He's saying, oh, you are an important person. He says, oh, important person. He says, we know that you are a teacher who has come from God because no one could do the miracles, the signs, the wonders that you are doing if they weren't from God. And then you know what Jesus said to him? He said, listen to this. Unless you are born again, you cannot see the kingdom of heaven. What? What? What does that mean? Now listen to this. This is really amazing. This is really interesting to me. When you think about about how broken, let's talk about how broken the world is. How many, there are all kinds of bad things happening. In fact, even this past weekend, I heard about the terrible things that happened. Oh, thank you. The terrible things that happened at the school in Texas. Man, all kinds of terrible things happen all the time. People get hurt. People are mean. Uh, Loving each other is really hard. There's all kinds of things that are wrong with the world. And God has said, listen, I am going to come back and take over. And I'm going to bring an end to all that is wrong with the world, and I'm going to do it through Jesus. And that, that, that his work, God's work of, of taking all that's bad and turning it into good and bringing a new time into the world, that's called the kingdom of God. And to be a part of it, he says, if we're going to be a part of it, no longer be a part of the problem, but part of the solution, he says, we have to be born again. What does that mean? I talk about that, okay? Now listen, this is this is I, want to, I mean, this is this is so cool. Now I don't know if you know this, but God is there's one God, but there are three persons. There's God the Father, God the Son, that's Jesus, and then there's this a third person. He's called the Holy Spirit. That's right. Now now I don't know if you know much about the Holy Spirit because the Bible doesn't say a lot about the Holy Spirit. In fact, the Holy Spirit, listen to this. When I was a kid, I would get up in the morning, oh, I would go up at night, I would, I would take a bath, and I'd throw my, kid, I'd throw my, my kids, <laughs> I'd throw my clothes into the laundry, you know the laundry, you know, you put your dirty clothes, all the dirty laundry, and then what was amazing, is a few days later, I would go look at my drawer, and the clothes that were in the dirty laundry, somehow got back into my closet, and they were clean, and I was like, how did, how did that happen? Isn't that amazing? Or there, uh, sometimes, well actually every, all the time, I would, like, I would, I would hear this, like, hey it's dinner time, and I would come to dinner and I would look at the table and suddenly
1: there was this plate
0: there and it had all this food on it that was really good. Like, how did that happen? Right? I mean how does how do clothes just suddenly, like clean clothes suddenly get in the closet and the drawers? Or how, do, how does the food suddenly get on the table? How, does, how do these things happen? happening? Do you have any thoughts? How does that happen? Who was doing that? My mom! That's right! See, my mom is behind the scenes all the time doing things that that I don't even know are going on, but she's doing them and she's doing them for me. Isn't that that amazing? See, the Holy Spirit is a lot like moms. He's always behind the scenes doing wonderful things. He doesn't, doesn't need a lot of attention. It's not all about the Holy Spirit. You have the Father, you have the Son, but it's the Holy Spirit who's doing all kinds of things behind the scenes. Okay? And then this is what's important is that Jesus is going to talk now about the Holy Spirit and how important it is that he's in our life. And I'll explain why. Do we have, a, do you have the book here? I'm going to re- read a short story to you guys to help you understand what Jesus is saying. How many of you know Frog and Toad? You guys know Frog and Toad? No? Really? No? Eli? We have one book of them? Okay. I want to read one story here that I think that you will like. It's a pretty interesting story. In fact, parents... It's a very important story. I want you to listen as well. Let's see here. Where is it? Aha! Here it is. the, the title of the story is "Cookies." Raise your hand if you like cookies. Man, you have your favorite cookies, Eli. You have favorite cookie? Um, some people want chocolate. Cho- chocolate, chocolate chip, double chocolate. double chocolate. Whoa, I like double chocolate chunk cookies. You ever had those? Those are your favorite. I mean, what else? What do you like? How many cookies do you like? Good ones. Double chocolate, we have a consensus up here that double chocolate is probably the best. A- Alex, you got any opinion? No? No? no. All right. I just like just like any kind I of cookie. You usually just eat. You just eat. <laughs> <laughs> you just eat there you go. Just eat the chocolate chip straight. Yeah, you just skip the dough. i tried any other kind. Have you, you ever had it like, at a home? Where your mom and your dad would be making cookies and you get to eat some of the cookie dough? Do they allow that? See, my mom never allowed that, because there was egg in there, and it was, yeah, she was. but then when I got older, I did it anyway. Yeah, it was that, you know, that's, that's what happened. In fact, when Sarah's making cookies, I often come over there, I'm like, oh, cookie dough. Yeah, all right, so this is about cookies, ready? So this is this Frog and Toad, they're friends, and I'll show you the picture. It says, Toad baked some cookies. These cookies smell very good, said Toad. He ate one. And they taste even better, he said. Toad ran to Frog's house. Frog, Frog, cried Toad. Taste these cookies that I have made. See that? He's got a big bowl of, look at those cookies. Do you see that? Oh my goodness. That's a whole pot. I know, it's exactly. That is a massive pot of cookies. I think I I don't need it. I think he made them at home. He did. He made them at home. He's bringing them to his friend's house. it looks like a flower pot. Yeah, so Frog ate one of the cookies. He says, these are the best cookies I have ever eaten, said Frog. Frog and Toad ate many cookies, one after another. See that? Look at that. Look at that! Wouldn't that be great just to eat as many cookies? I think after their tummies. Oh, you know what, you, that, did you hear that? That was very insightful. You know, Toad, said Frog, with his mouth full, I think we should stop eating. We will soon be sick. Good call. Wow. Huh? What's that? No, sure, sure. Listen to this. You are right, said Toad. Let us eat one last cookie, and then we will stop. Just one more, right? Frog and Toad ate one last cookie. There were many cookies left in the bowl. Frog, said Toad. Let us eat one very last cookie, and then we will stop. Well, you'll be mad at you, see what's happening here? Frog and Toad ate one very last cookie. We must stop eating, cried Toad, as he ate another. Yes, said Frog, reaching for a cookie. We need willpower. Do you know what willpower is? Yeah, what, what is willpower, do you know? That's a good... Yeah, we need the power to will to make the right decision. We need willpower. What is willpower, asked Toad? (laughs) Willpower is trying hard not to do something that you really want to do. That's a good definition. Willpower is trying hard not to do. You see him? Oh, there he is is right there. Yep. He doesn't look very happy, does he? There you go. Oh, There you go. Uh, Eli, I'll show you in a second. There you go. Eli, see, there we go. Yep, so willpower is trying hard not to do something that you really want to do, said Frog. You mean like trying not to eat all of these cookies? Asked Toad. <laughs> right, said Frog. Frog put the cookies in a box. Listen to this, to you see that, you put them in a box. There, he said, now we will not eat any more cookies. Please. But we can still open the box, said Toad. "'That is true,' said Frog. "'Frog tied some string around the box. "'There,' he said. "'Now we will not eat any more cookies.' "'But we can cut the string and open the box,' said Toad. "'That is true,' said Frog. "'Frog, Frog got a ladder. "'He put the box up on the high shelf. "'There,' said Frog. "'Now we will not eat any more cookies.' but we can climb the ladder and take the box from down from the shelf and cut I the string and open the box, said Toad. Put th- it. puts th- cement on it. <laughs> that, I think if they ate all of them, their tummy would start to grow up. Yeah, I think they, yeah, that's insightful. Have you does that ha- is that, you've heard about that? That is true, said Frog. Frog climbed the ladder and took the box down from the shelf. He cut the string and opened the box. Now listen to this. Here we go. Frog took the box outside. He shouted in a loud voice, Hey birds, here are the cookies. Birds <laughs> came from everywhere. They picked up all the cookies in their beaks and flew away. I think they would <clears> hurt. <throat> I think it would hurt. hurt it hurt the, the birds? It might. Na, na, now we have no more cookies to eat, said Toad sadly. Not even one. <laughs> yes, said Frog, but we have lots and lots of willpower. You may keep it all, Frog, said Toad. I am going home now to bake a cake. Uh, the end. I dare not the end. That now listen, now let's talk about it. This is really important. It's kind of a funny story, isn't it? Really. But at later's hand, you, if you've ever tried to stop something that you knew wasn't right, tried to stop doing something, yeah? Think about it. Maybe you've been mean to someone or used bad words or maybe you've cheated at school or maybe you've lied about something and we try to stop and we can't right and that can be kind of scary isn't it isn't it when we we, we think you know what I, I shouldn't be doing this and we can't stop doing it listen this is important Jesus says listen if we want to be part of the kingdom of God He said there are certain things that we need to stop doing isn't that interesting? But what if we can't do it? In fact, so and Jesus says in the story, he says, what does he say to Nicodemus, the, the ruler? He says this. He says, if you're going to enter the kingdom of God, you need to be born again. You need to start all over. That's what being born again it means, starting over. But have you ever started over, only do the same thing again? That's what, that's what Frog and Toad were trying to do. They were trying to start over. And they said, listen, we're going to stop. But they didn't stop. We're gonna stop. We're gonna start over and stop. And they didn't stop. And they realized They're that they couldn't. And then this man—I know went home and made a cake, right? So listen, what do we do when we can't stop doing something I that think we shouldn't do? eating the cake. Well, I don't, we don't know what happens in the rest of the story, but given how things were going, I don't think anyone stopped. Yeah. So listen, this is how. This is how. Yeah, you'd stop. I'll say some for my friends. Oh, that's good. That's a good idea. Well, Frog did share it with Toad. That's very true. Now listen, Jesus speaks of being born again, of starting over. And you know how you do it? Listen to this. He says, by the power of the Holy Spirit. Now this is so important, okay? Listen to me. Because this is something that adults struggle with too. When we can't stop doing something, do you know what I think? I think, oh, I can stop anytime I want to. Or I think, I'll stop tomorrow. Or I'll have just one more. And am I being honest? No, I'm not. I'm actually lying to myself. And I have to, Jesus says, later as he's talking to Nicodemus, he says, flesh gives birth to flesh. He's saying, listen, given who we are, we're going to continue doing what we do. We're never going to stop. And so part of changing is looking in the mirror and saying to ourselves, Bruce, you can't stop. You can't stop being like you are. You can't stop lying or you can't stop um, being mean to others, using bad words. You can't stop being insensitive. There are all kinds of things that we can't stop doing. And the only way, listen to this, is to get help outside of ourselves. And that help, says Jesus, comes from the Holy Spirit, okay? And this is how. Are you ready for this? This is important. This is how the Holy Spirit works, okay? The Holy Spirit comes, and he takes all that Jesus did in his life, in his death, in his resurrection, and his reign. He, he takes all of that, and he gives it to us. But the Spirit unites us to Christ, in his life, in his death, in his resurrection, and it's, it's, and it's through that union that we have with Jesus, that, that through the Holy Spirit, that we can begin to change. Now listen, there are three things that, that actually help us to change. Are you ready for this? The one is the Bible. That as we read the stories, God's Holy Spirit is at work in us and changing us. The second thing is not just God's Word, but it's God's people God's people are the ones who change us. If we really want to change, we have to start reading the Word, and learning the Word, and, and being taught the Word. You know, ask your mom and dad and say, listen, can you teach me the Bible so I can grow and change? So how does the Holy Spirit change us? One, through God's Word. Second, through God's people. It's when we're around other people, and we get to know them, and they become our friends, and we, are, we, we follow Jesus together, that we begin to actually change. Now listen to this, kids. No one can change on their own. That's very important. I can only change with the help of others. So the first thing, how does the Holy Spirit change us? Through God's Word. The second thing is through God's people. Those two are the, the main ways that God changes us, okay? And the third thing that we can do is pray, is simply to ask for help. Think about that. How many of you have tried to change or stop doing something, but you didn't even ask God for any help? We thought we could do it on our own. See, that's, that's not how it works. Jesus says that flesh gives birth to just more flesh. And there's nothing's going to change. He says, it's only the Spirit who gives birth to the Spirit. They're only the Spirit can bring about new things. And Jesus, is, this is so neat, I think, Jesus compares the Holy Spirit to wind. And he says, listen, you know what wind is. You ever been outside and you felt the wind? Can you control the wind? Can you make it, the wind do what you want? No. Can you tell where the wind's coming from? A little, a little bit. Can you tell where it's going? Not really. Jesus says the wind does whatever it wants to do. And that's the same with the Holy Spirit. When the Holy Spirit comes into our lives, He does whatever He wants to do. But we're to, we're to help the Holy Spirit. How? Through God's Word, and through God's people, and through prayer. Okay? Can you remember those three things? That I can grow, I can change, I can enter the kingdom of God by the power of the Holy Spirit, through His Word, through His people, and through prayer.